come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett. In this week's episode, we will be doing things a little different. We're going to spend the entire time in the conversation corner. The group had a lot of great questions regarding the resurrection of Jesus Christ last week. We felt it was important enough to touch on a few of the critical questions that they asked and did not get answered. These answers may be the very thing that can help our youth and young adult listeners grow in their understanding of the why the resurrection matters according to God's word. Hey, 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 my young listeners, I'm back. What do you find most challenging about submission to Christ? Now, the group decided to reword this question to make it more relevant to who they are. So the question was changed to be, what do teens find most challenging about submitting to Christ? This is an easy question to answer, but many of you may not like the answer. Reason one, teens feel like they would lose the fun in their lives because they are living for Christ. Reason two, teens feel like they could lose some of their friends because they're living for Christ. Reason three, teens may feel like they are forfeiting their future fun in adulthood because they are living for Christ at such an early age, which means they have to continue on. And reason four, teens don't want to admit it, and you have to agree that they just may want to have a little more fun, which means they have to live a sinful life before they actually submit fully to Christ. And that is a dangerous, dangerous reason. Another question from last week was, what are some ways Christians sometimes live as if they are defeated? So when the question was posed to the youth, we took a different route. But I love the way that it went and in the direction it went. One youth said that they sometimes feel defeated as a Christian by feeling hopeless. Of course, I needed more clarification, so I asked why. They went on to say that they see their parents at church praying and praising God. And then when they get home, they see those same parents griping, complaining, crying and blaming. Well, that said a lot to me. So I told them that when this happens, ponder Romans 5, 5, the the New King James Version reads, Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. We can all attest to our parents doing things, saying things that we may feel are hypocritical. And it's at that time that we need to find strength in our own faith and not lose hope. Go to God in prayer and lift up your parents. Don't judge them. And whatever you do, don't lose hope. Well, another youth chimed in and they said that they sometimes feel defeated as a Christian by feeling depressed, sometimes sad. So, of course, my inquiring mind wanted to know why. They said because they are a little self-conscious about their body image and it sometimes makes them sad. I explained to them that there are times when we all feel sad about our appearance, even as adults, whether it's a pimple, weight, hair, skin color, etc. I explained that there are some things that we can change about ourselves, but some things are genetics, things that we can't change. It's just in our genes. Sweets, when I was younger, I was always teased about my nose. 
they would say that my nose was big and it bothered me and it made me sad sometimes. But when I looked at my dad, I saw the nose and I knew where my nose came from. So I was good. Okay, I digress. Back to the youth. I also explained that they have to get to the point where they are comfortable with the skin that they are in. And when they get to that place, they'll realize just how beautiful and or handsome they are. I told them if they didn't believe me, let's see what Jesus had to say about it. And I referred them to Psalms 139, one of my favorite scriptures, by the way, which reads, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. It's saying that, God, you made us the way we are and each of us are marvelous. And another great question that the group had. How can our group help one another live in the victory we have in Christ? Another great question. Here are some biblical scriptures that answer this very great question. In the Old Testament, we find find in Proverbs 27 and 17, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. We can't do this alone. We need each other to live out our Christian life as teens and adults. Don't try to do this by yourself. You have to link up together with other like-minded people. In the New Testament, we find in Ephesians 4, 1 through 6, As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy to the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body. There is one Spirit just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. What are you called to? The one hope, which is the Christian faith. We find in Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, and it says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up the meeting together, basically the fellowship, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and in all the more as you see the day approaching. What day is approaching? The day Jesus Christ returns for us. In order to be ready, we must ensure we are living a life holy and acceptable to God. In summary, Why does the resurrection matter to the life of a believer like yourself? It matters just like black lives matter, white lives matter, Asian lives matter, rich lives matter, poor lives matter, sinner lives matter. And just simply put, Jesus' death and resurrection matters because God says all lives matter. God doesn't see color. He sees people. He sees teens like yourself as important and worth the death and resurrection of his only begotten son. If you don't get anything from this today, you matter to your family, you matter to your friends, and not last but more important, you matter to God our Father because Jesus said you, yes you, that you are worth dying for. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, 
It's Christian Education Ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. But Real Talk What? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.